Ladies and gentlemen, welcome, welcome, welcome back to How Do We Get Here, a podcast where we just try to make your life better and give you information to make great decisions. Today, another tough one. We're going to talk about trauma. And of course, talking about trauma, you know how I got to bring. I got her back. She back. Miss Della. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for the warm welcome. I am Della Roderick. I'm a licensed clinical professional counselor in the state of Maryland and the founder of August Rose Health Center Psychiatric Rehabilitation Services. <laughs> yeah, see, so I'm, I'm, I'm giving y'all a real professional, not some, so somebody that talks about it, don't really know about it. No, this lady is certified. She's a certified therapist, and daggone it, she can help you. So <laughs> let me let me read y'all some very disturbing things I've read and found out about you know trauma. Uh, you know we deal with facts, not opinions. Here's a fact: seventy percent of adults in the U.S. have experienced some type of traumatic event in, at least once in their life. That's two hundred and twenty-three million people. That's a lot. That's a big number. 70% of adults, 71, 61% are men, 51% are women. Here's the other disturbing thing I, I read. Um, 30, basically 35 million kids aged zero to 17, nearly 50% of the American kids are exposed to trauma. Mm-hmm. And that trauma is called, as you know, uh, Ms. Dell is called uh, adverse childhood experience called AIDS mm. that can severely harm their future. Here's something really more, really disturbing. A study said that six or more of these uh, adverse childhood experiences can lower someone's life expectancy by nearly 20 years. Mm-hmm. 20 years. 20 Not years? 20 minutes, mm-hmm. 20 years. Mm-hmm. That's a problem. Um, and the stress, the stresses are traumatic events stemming from abuse, neglect, households dysfunction, and toxic stress. Mm. I'm going to say that's disturbing, and it's no surprise why we are where we are in this, in this United States in particular, but in the world. Mm. That means to me, we have a lot of trauma that has not been dealt with. Mm-hmm. And we're seeing the manifestation of that. And then, you, of course, you throw in the the, the, oh, the pandemic, which, again, if you're already on the edge, that pushed you over the edge. And people can't come back from that or haven't come back from that for a multitude of reasons. Mm-hmm. So I was like, that's something we need to talk about. I had to bring in on my girl, Miss Della. I had to ask the questions. So the first question I'm going to ask you, what exactly is trauma? Um, scary statistics, right? Yes. Literally, trauma and stress can shorten your life by decades. But to answer the question, trauma is an emotional response to a triggering event. So, or it can be a single incident, um, like a car accident, or it can be, um, incidences or experiences through years, right? That causes emotional responses um, or and have a psychological um, impact. Um, but I will just, I will also then say that just because you experience stress does not necessarily mean you're experiencing trauma. 
great point because again you start the things start to meld into each other you know does this turn into depression does it turn into ptsd because it, we deal with a lot of different terms but you we gotta be clear that stress does not lead you to certain things like mm -hmm. suicide or anything else so we make mm -hmm. that clear mm -hmm. but wow that that's that's amazing though i mean to know that you know that many people seven, seven out of every 10 per person went through some traumatic experience mm -hmm. that's scary and let me also then say, like I was mentioning the single incident, like a car accident, but then also chronic um, series of unfortunate events, if you will, like child abuse can be not just one incident. It could be over your early childhood. Child neglect can also um, um, cause trauma, bullying in our schools, we know our youth are really experiencing um, in-person um, bullying, but then also virtual bullying. Um, physical abuse also causes trauma, domestic violence, not just war. Sometimes individuals feel like, oh, I don't have trauma because I have never been to war. I don't have post-traumatic stress disorder, otherwise known as PTSD, so I don't experience trauma. But you can. Natural disasters like Hurricane Katrina was a traumatizing event. Um, like, um, like you mentioned, COVID was incredibly traumatizing for the, for the world, right? So Absolutely. we are actually, um, you can actually experience trauma throughout periods of time, not just one sin single incident. That's, that's a great point because people would think like, you know, you suck it up and you know, you hear that a lot. Oh, you went through that. I'll oh, just suck it up. You'll be all right. You know, mm -hmm. it, and it's almost like, like, which they kind of discount your experience discount mm -hmm. your trauma like oh you know you i've had it worse i mean I, I don't think we should be comparing trauma you know my trauma's worse than your trauma it's mm -hmm. like trauma is still trauma and if you don't really deal with it it has this long lasting effect it's so true. it's crazy so there's um for example acute trauma which is one incident that kind of you need to unpack and process chronic trauma like domestic violence over that period of time or complex trauma, CPTSD, um, where it's over, it's uh, a multiple traumatic event. So you get into the car accident, you may be abused by a significant other, experience medical trauma as well, and um, natural disasters, things along those lines, um, where there's complex traumatic events that have occurred throughout your lifetime. So it's not just kind of a one-off either, but, um, we can experience every person can experience multiple types of trauma throughout their individual lifetime in their individual journey right so there is no comparison one person's trauma isn't more or less than another person's trauma it is about that person's individual experience and how they individually responded to the events in their life oh cool see mm -hmm. and, and that's why i gotta make that point because you've heard it you've heard it you know we heard i heard growing up you know this happened to you oh i had something worse to me and you make you feel like wow i, I fell off a house and almost killed myself so i, I guess i, I must I'm, a, I'm gonna brush that off mm -hmm. no I, I was i got hit in the, by a car and, and and bounced off the road through it four times and i survived so it's mm -hmm. like oh i should complain about my trauma because it's sad, but we got it worse. We always kind of say that, right? Like somebody else has it worse than you, but you have your own unique journey in this world, right? So exactly. your experiences, your emotions, your responses are absolutely valid. 
exactly. and one is not worse than other. And so let's, um, I always tell individuals like, don't minimize what your experience, what your human experience is. Don't minimize it. You have, you have valid experiences that should, that do need to be unpacked and you're worthy of healing as well. Just because someone else may, their, um, their story may be different than yours doesn't mean that yours is less than. Exactly. I, and that's a great point. And I think the, the other question I want to ask you is, what does trauma do to a person? Mm, so trauma can cause a series of things, but it can manifest in a, uh, a whole bunch of different ways. So it can it can come in flashbacks or nightmares, um, severe anxiety. It can be um, uncontrollable thoughts. Um, it just really depends on how you are um, responding emotionally and then also behaviorally. So emotionally, like I was saying, you may um, experience the anxiety, the depression, the hopelessness. Um, you may disassociate. You may notice changes in your attitude or your worldview after experiencing some trauma. You may also experience mood swings, um, some level of guilt and shame for some individuals. Um, so that's kind of your emotional side, right? Mm -hmm. But then you'll also notice with individuals who experience um, some traumatic events, um, changes in their um, their schedule. For example, they may avoid going to certain places that remind them or trigger that trauma traumatic experience. They may avoid if they, for example, were in a car accident. Um, they may avoid driving, you know, or experience panic attacks while they're driving, um, or um, may, they may also experience dizziness and um, nausea or become more tense around individuals. Um, for example, you'll, you may notice um, a child that is physically abused or has a history of being physically abused to become tense or, or you know, um, they'll tense up when some, an adult comes to talk to them or they avoid eye contact, even an experienced body aches. It's just Really, um, really individual. What that individual can experience wow. after um, a traumatic event. <laughs> wow, that, that's that's crazy, but that's true. Mm -hmm. Um, especially when you you know certain things. For instance, we we look at we, we talk about generational trauma and that type of stuff. A you can see kids or adults who went through things, and they're never. You we always say the term they're not quite right, and that's the kind of thing, well, they've gone through some things and they just act differently. Like you said, it's a, it's a different thing. They avoid people. Um, they're not as talkative. You know, they, they have certain mannerisms. They just, it's like they live differently. And they, they live kind of, I don't want to say scared, fearful, I think is the word I'm looking for. It's like they, they don't step outside whatever their comfort zone is. Um, and they don't talk a lot because you know you talk to some people who've gone through some trauma they don't want to talk you know it's kind of like they're you're like well how you doing fine like can you give me more but they don't want to because it's almost like they feel like by talking more to you that they expose themselves or they expose their trauma or their hurt or whatever mm -hmm. um and that's unfortunate because again people look at trauma and I think we talked about a previous podcast. They want to <laughs> pray it away. Mm. Um, 
you know, the term, leave it on altar, leave it with the, leave it with, with whatever, who, whatever you follow. Mm-hmm. Um, and I always say, you know, we talk all the time offline about it's more than that. Mm-hmm. It's more than just leave it on the altar and then it magically disappear. Mm-hmm. But does that, does trauma magically disappear? Oh, um, <laughs> I think that, <laughs> I think that trauma, um, can alter a person's day-to-day, similar to what you were saying a few moments ago, where there's changes behaviorally and emotionally and on their general outlook or thought processes about the day-to-day world. Um, And so I think that, um, I think prayer can be a useful tool um, to help that person unpack and and process what they're going through. Um, I think that there are additional tools and resources like individual counseling, um, like uh, medication management if needed, depending on mm-hmm. the severity of symptoms. Like, for example, some individuals may experience uh, nightmares and so, or they're, they're struggling to go to sleep, so they may benefit post-trauma, they may benefit from um, a, uh, incorporating a sleep aid of some sort, or you may notice a change. Um, they may notice a change in their appetite. They may even experience sexual dysfunction, like erectile dysfunction um, and so on. So, or even on the other side of it, increased fatigue since experiencing um, trauma, because you go into these you go into these different states like hyper and hypo arousal um, as you're navigating your uh, triggers or your traumatic experiences. And so um, I think that prayer can be a, a useful tool. I think that there are other tools that can be integrated into um, an individual's spiritual um, life to help them cope with the new their new normal. Yeah, that that's I'm I'm glad you said that because again I I want this to be a holistic thing, not just you know do this or do that. It should mm-hmm. be you should look at anything and everything is going to help you get over the hump mm-hmm. because a lot of people really don't deal with trauma, especially when you talk about kids, you know. Mm-hmm. And it's it's sad you know to see that half the kids go through this kind of trauma, and and if they don't really work it out, it manifests itself into adults who are making very risky decisions in their lives Mm. and absolutely can like the um unhealthy coping skills you may see an increase in substance use substance abuse substance misuse um increase in alcoholism even um, other addictions like gambling addiction is um something so when you Unfortunately, when you experience a trauma, traumatic uh, event or a series of events, you may inadvertently be at increased risk for developing other um, behavioral health diagnoses like depression, anxiety, um, personality disorders. It it puts you at increased risk. Now, that does not mean that because you experience a traumatic event or a series of events that you now will have this mental health diagnosis, um, but it puts you at increased risk. It's similar to like if you um, if you eat and you don't exercise, you're at increased risk for gaining weight and potentially becoming um, obese and so on, right? Or um, similar to if you stand, uh, sit outside in the sun too long, you are at, a, and don't put on any um, 
SPF, you're you're at a risk for a sunburn, right? That doesn't Absolutely. mean you get a sunburn, but that does mean that you are at increased risk. So similar when it comes to mental health um, and stressors, you experience stressors that may put you at increased risk. It does not necessarily mean it will happen, and mm-hmm. you'll end up with a um, behavioral health diagnosis, but um, it can put you at increased risk for developing um, other um, behavioral health diagnoses or um, addictions and so on. Okay. Yeah. And and again, that's because people aren't really having a conversation with a Miss Della. I can pick a phone mm-hmm. and say, hey, Della, I'm going to some things. And you're mm-hmm. like, okay, yeah, okay, talk me through it. Mm-hmm. Most people don't, ha- unfortunately, know people like that. Yeah. And so they kind of self-medicate or self, you know, mm-hmm. exactly. And, and, you know, because that's all they know. Because mm-hmm. think about it. Nobody talks about mental health. Or, or trauma in families. No. Think about it. Nobody talks about that. You just kind of like, you go through it, you, you, they, you know, they don't know how to deal with it, so they can't mm-hmm. pass down the knowledge of how they deal with it. They just say, I dealt with it, and mm-hmm. you need to deal with it. So mm-hmm. that means you carry that burden. And, mm-hmm. and now you just pass on to the next generation, which is, I call, for me, I call that generational trauma. Now, I may be wrong by saying that, but it's just like, you just, um, your grandfather used to do the same thing. Your grandfather drank, your great-grandfather drank, yeah, I drink, and then you can drink, and then you pass on to your kid. Mm-hmm. But you're still drinking, but you're still not dealing with the issues that you're dealing with. And as I said in the beginning, you're cutting your life expectancy down mm-hmm. by drinking and using drugs and that type of stuff. Mm-hmm. So it's like we got to do better, you know. And and that goes up to my next question: What type of coping mechanisms, uh, strategies should people use? You know, if they don't know, they don't have a Miss Della on the speed dial, and they're like. <laughs> What the hell? How what? How do I cope with this until I can finally get some help? What do I need to do? So, so um, say you're on your healing journey and you you realize, hold on, I've experienced a whole bunch of traumatic events. Um, yes, the car accident, but then also um, job losses, COVID. Say you were also in hur- uh, the uh, Hurricane Katrina. Um, grief issues where you've had several family members pass away and you are noticing a a level of numbness um, within you. Are you noticing that you're starting to think about the world a little differently and so on? You're you're noticing you're not quite who you used to be. Um, Now, I would always recommend calling uh, your insurance agency, that 1-800 number on the back of your insurance card to figure out who is a therapist in your network or a psychiatrist in your network. But before all of that, or in the meantime, until you get your appointment, it's really important to implement proper self-care activities, eating a balanced meal, getting regular, um, a regular sleep pattern routine, practicing mindfulness and relaxation techniques, deep breathing, grounding techniques, um, making sure that even the music that you're listening to is healthy for your mental health and your mental state, right? That's a lot um, today, especially <laughs> with the music that's now out here. It's like, oh my God, I don't know how you stay sane to some of this music mm-hmm. they got out here now. <laughs> it, is, it is a lot. It is a lot. Music can be therapeutic. Music can be a therapeutic tool, but also being mindful of the type of music that you're listening to. And is that music really good for your emotional state? Does it make you feel worse? Um, does it make you feel more aggressive or angry? Like, gonna just, you know, <laughs> being mindful <laughs> of, of that. But music is, a, is an awesome tool as well. But then also other stress management um, strategies in your day-to-day um, that can help 
you navigate when you're having having triggering moments or you're experiencing more anxiety um, in that moment until you get to a therapist. Okay. Cool. cool. Now, the last question I'm going to ask you is for the babies. You know, I love the babies. Mm-hmm. And to see this disturbing uh, 35 million kids, 50% of our kids are, are going through this. If a young kid is watching this, mm-hmm. what are you, and they're going through some things, mm-hmm. what are your suggestions to them to do? Mm-hmm. Let an adult know. Um, I know that sometimes let, letting a safe adult know. I know it's hard to find an adult that is a safe person to talk to. And if you don't have anyone absolutely at all to talk to, there is the National Crisis Hotline number. Um, it's 988, and um, it is 24 hours a day. And you can pick up that phone, even if you are not suicidal, but you can pick up that phone and talk to a counselor on, on speed dial, essentially. Um, and they will help you navigate that tough moment that you you are in. But and if you know, in the meantime, also just finding a safe adult in your day to day. It could be your it could be your school counselor. It could be um, your neighbor. It could be you know someone you feel comfortable with. A coach at um, at your school um, that you know you can um, you can talk to. Um, you can also do some journaling exercises, but also letting your, your parent um, or your parents know, hey, I'm, I'm not feeling quite right. I would like someone to talk to, and hopefully they're able to get you connected to a, um, a counselor. Oh, my God. That's, that's mm-hmm. great information. It mm-hmm. really is. And, and I'm looking at the kids. Mm-hmm. Listen to your uncle. Listen mm-hmm. to your auntie. Find help. There's mm-hmm. no need to suffer in silence. You mm-hmm. don't need to suffer in silence. Mm-hmm. Just find help and get help because we love you. We want you to be successful. Mm-hmm. We want you to live a long, healthy life. And we all have gone through some sort of trauma and we're here to support you. Mm-hmm. So I just want to say that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Miss Della, you're <laughs> always a founder of information. You, you are my go-to. You are the mental health guru. She, listen. If somebody, if you're in Maryland, how we get in touch with you, Ms. Della? So um, I own August Rose House Center, and we are located in Glen Burnie, Maryland. Our phone number is 410-412-7791. You can call us up and get an appointment um, with myself or another one of our PRP counselors. Or um, you can visit us on our website at www.augustrosehousecenter.com. I also have all the social medias, you know, the Instagram, the LinkedIn, and so and the Facebook, um, and so on. But you can give us a call Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 5.30 p.m. Or even send us an email um, at customercare.augustrose.com, and we'll respond. <laughs> Girl, I appreciate that. And listen, people. I'm going to have it on our website, too. I'm going to have it at the end of this podcast. In fact, I I always promote her. So you can go follow everything on, on, you know, on my website. You'll see it. And again, we're here to help. This entire podcast is about making you better. It's about making sure that you get out the darkness and you find happiness and light in your life. And that's important to us you know it, it's a legacy we're, we're trying to build a legacy we you know it's conversations that i had never had growing up mm-hmm. um 
Miss Della, I, I, I'm not. I'm pretty sure you probably didn't have that many conversations growing up either. No. We find this out the hard way. Mm-hmm. We find we had to go through the struggle. We had to go through the lumps and bumps and the scars and everything to get here. So I don't want you guys to go through what we had had we had to go through to get to where we are. We we're here to pass this information on to you, and once you get it, you keep passing on to other people because there's a lot of people out there like you. Yes. You know? Let's normalize the conversation around mental health services. Everyone has mental health. Everyone does not have mental illness. And so it's important to open up the dialogue. That's why I'm so appreciative of being back on um, and continuing to be invited back on your podcast so we can normalize um, the conversation around mental health and get individuals the support and services that they need. Exactly. And peoples, like I said, we talked about trauma. We've talked about some other things that we're kicking around now. But we're here to help you. We're, we're here to make you better. Mm-hmm. And you know what? You guys know what you need to do. Hit the like button. Subscribe to the channel. Get all this beautiful information. And sit here and listen to Miss Della with her very talented self. Tell you <laughs> how to make your life better. And you know him. I'm going to always get bring it to you. Hey. <laughs> raw and straight to the point because I want y'all to be healthy. I want y'all to do better and be better. Mm-hmm. You know, so with that we're going to end this particular podcast and this particular episode of How Do We Get Here? And until next time, people, take care of yourself. Take care of your mentals. <laughs> Peace. Bye. <laughs>